This is the Business on Top podcast with Shane Chernoff, VJ Patel, and Ben Siegel. I love this company! Yeah! Wait, did you look up Garnett or Durant? I looked up Kevin Durant. No, no, you talked about Garnett. Garnett. Okay, well, that's that's me not paying attention. (laughs) I went to the mall for some new underwear, but had to leave. Andre the Giant's official record is 156 beers in one sitting. We got four dozen boxes of donuts. I was probably like 12 years old. I probably ate at least two of those boxes by myself. The Business on Top Podcast. (laughs) Pretty cool. Pretty damn cool. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It got on in a flash. He did the match. Let's go. Whatever. This is episode 10 of the Business on Top podcast. I'm Orange Cassidy. That's Mario, I think. Don't care. I don't I don't feel anything. Mario, how do you feel? I feel good. That's not bad. Oh, I can't. I can't stay in character. I can't stay in character as Orange Cassidy. Hey, I I think we're pretty good. Look, as far as the costumes go, I think you and I nailed it. I agree. Um, This is a very special episode of the Business on Top podcast. This is our Halloween edition. Um, Very disappointed due to a little bit of logistical issues. Uh, Ben's not here, but uh, wanted to wish him a happy Halloween, and I know that uh, he, he did wish that he could... Uh, be with us on this uh, very special night. You and I were talking um, during uh, the break before we even started. Uh, there haven't really been that many improvements on Halloween songs, huh? Yeah, so uh, I was, we were talking about this before the podcast, but when I think of Halloween songs, I don't, act, I don't think of actual songs. I think of just spooky, theme, spooky, music. spooky music in general, like from movies we've seen, uh, Mike Myers, uh, The Shining. Just, just all theme those. songs from exactly. horror movies, not like Halloween theme songs like they're Christmas songs. Yeah, so <laughs> that when you were mentioning like songs, I'm like, what song do you know is Halloween themed? And I'm not really good with music, but like that. But I mean, well, what do you think of? Because I think of this as Halloween, and then you said the Halloween theme with Michael Myers. We all know, but you know, that's a little bit different. Um, you know, Monster Mash is the one that I always think of, and it's annoying because I'm, I, I think that it's overplayed. But the more I think about it, the only reason it's overplayed is because there are no other Halloween songs. Yeah, that, that, exactly. Except, except what... this is Halloween from um, Nightmare Before Christmas. But right. Again, how I, that was made when we were little kids. Yeah, I don't think there's been a trend in Halloween music itself. I mean, I think that's saved for Christmas time. Yeah, and Mariah Carey should write a Halloween song that yeah. should just Mar- play and <laughs> crawl like an earworm into our heads. Right. Uh, she could sing to the like Mike Myers uh, spooky music. Yeah, I, I won't even attempt to do a limited fake Mariah Carey. No, I won't. We, all, we all know how annoying uh, All I Want for Christmas is You, <laughs> but that's coming up starting next week. You're going to get it. Oh, Whether yeah. Whether you like it or not. Ben will be the one to do it. We, yeah, ne- tell him next to- week on the podcast, please tune in. Ben is going to do a uh, live rendition of All I Want for Christmas is You in costume as Mariah Carey, mind you. Yeah. Um, but God, you don't, you, don't listen, you don't like Halloween for the songs, do you? God, it's, it's the trick-or-treating it's the candy. That, that I miss. And I, I do this to myself every year. And I say, God, I really wish I could go trick-or-treating again. And then I realize that I'm an adult and I can just, like, buy all the candy that I want. Right. It was a different era back then when we were kids. Our metabolism you know? was a lot better, too, you know. 
I yeah, absolutely. It's just one of those things that when you're growing up, you have this like thrill of seeing who can get the most candy during Halloween. And now that we've grown up, we look back at it. It's like, yeah, you're right. We can just buy whatever we want. We can go to like <laughs> any buy. yeah. We can go to like any one of those like bulk stores like Costco or or BJ's and oh, well, let me try it again. Orange Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> growing up. Uh, whatever whatever don't care i uh am motivated by uh several movies including uh fast and furious 5 i live my life a quarter mile at a time we're just gonna forget that just happened anyway what i was trying to say is you can go to to bj's and get uh candy there you can get you know in bulk one of those big regular candy bar packs is there is there a year from halloween that you remember just getting like a massive haul and bringing it back well, I, I'm not proud of this one, but in high school, this is high school, okay? We were still on that on that edge of going trick-or-treating and just messing with, you know. That was my around. biggest haul, too. It was like the last acceptable year to go trick-or-treating. So, yeah, I'm not proud of this, but we, um, our good friend Nick, who was on our fantasy football podcast. Oh, uh, we, miss, so we, we miss you, bud. We miss you, bud. We're, we, we, need, gotta, um, we need him back for another uh, special appearance, maybe we, next week. <laughs> we were... We were in our in his neighborhood doing some trick or treating, and you know at at his neighborhood we had uh, they had a, all those bowls out there with like bunches of candy in there and it the that's signs a, with the take that, one that's a dangerous <laughs> game because you can especially now um, I guess with COVID that's almost like you have no choice it's on the honor right. system but you know kids like they're just gonna take as much as they can because no one's gonna. These days, though, I guess you have rings, so there is some method of enforcement. Yeah, so here's the thing. You have to find neighborhoods with with minimal younger kids. You know what I mean? Under the age of 15, I would say. You have to find neighborhoods. Wait, what did I say? With them or without them? Minimal with, minimal uh, teenagers. Little, oh, minimal teenagers. Yeah, because right. you know they're the ones that are going to take all take the candy. Everything, yeah. yeah, so we in his neighborhood, we were good because they had have those those bowls were out like full when we were out 7 8 p.m. and <laughs> we just take the whole bowl <laughs> and throw it in our bag just just turn the bowl upside down and just like take it did did you do bag or did you do pillowcase i remember my last couple of years i just did pillowcase pillowcase yeah we we had pillowcases i remember yeah my i think it was a year in high school and i had a pillowcase and it was full I, I did something similar, um, but I wonder, I wonder if I should feel better or worse about it, that it was like um, somebody's house in high school that we knew that was handing out candy for trick-or-treaters, but they were like one of the best houses where they're handing out the full candy bars. Mm. I literally straight up took one of those boxes. Oh, God. I, I, I just took it, and I feel, I feel terrible about it. So um, you, you probably remember it, and if you're listening to Business on Top, uh, you know, Send us a DM and uh, I'll, I'll send you guys uh, the box. Like, I'll, I'll send you guys the box back and a month's supply of candy uh, because I, I man, I feel absolutely terrible about it. And honestly, probably the first thing that I'm going to do probably on Sunday and it's November 1st, I'll probably just get a bunch of discounted Halloween candy and probably eat it watching Sunday football here. Oh, we were so we were so Welcome dumb over. back then. Hey, should be down. <laughs> red, red zone and uh, red right. zone and just candy. All right, you heard it here first on business on top. We're gonna do some red zone and Halloween candy. Sh- sugar crash. But uh, <laughs> do you have do, do you have the fav- a favorite candy bar? Is there one that you're always looking to track down? Candy bars for me. Mm. Okay, so Kit Kat was always my go-to. Um, every house that I go to, like if there wasn't Kit Kat, it was like Laffy Taffy or these like small Jolly Rancher candies. I would 
just not even take them. Those I was are okay. The uh, I God, I always hated when they would give you like uh, like a bag of nuts or something like like a, <sighs> one of those mini bags of almonds or something like, like that. Like pennies. Or if you go to a dentist's <laughs> house and they gave you toothpaste, that, I think that only that only happened to me once. But man. <laughs> That that guy is not like making any business sense. He should be giving kids as much candy as possible because then that's more cavities for him to clean out. You know the, what I mean? <laughs> the worst was um, raisins. I always got boxes of God, raisins. I can't in say my I ever got raisins, but I I have heard of, like multiple people who have. Oh yeah. Uh, that <laughs> if we were doing get out of here this week, it would be the people who give out like raisins and anything that's not like regular candy, like Tootsie Rolls too. You're cheaping out if you're getting Tootsie Rolls. Come on, you gotta. You gotta go and get like even like uh, like the Hershey's milk chocolate bar. It's still it's chocolate. Um, it's not like Twix or, or Snickers or anything like that. But like it still does the trick. That's your bare minimum, I think. <laughs> it just reminds me of the episode of Parks and Rec when Chris Traeger. Uh, I think I don't know if it was a Halloween episode, but he was <laughs> he was at um, I don't know if it was a picnic or something, and they're like, "Who eats raisins?" And he like t- opens the whole box and like just chomps just them all down. Them in his mouth. And he's like raisins nature's candy (laughs) (laughs) yeah no no one no one's buying that like come on get real oh Um, god did you ever do like trick-or-treating at like a uh like a commercial place i remember as a kid town center mall that's what we did yeah Yeah. i remember doing trick-or-treating at the town center mall and then i think the coral square mall in uh oh i never went there yeah Yeah. well that mall uh after the 90s like most malls uh went very far downhill but i remember like trick-or-treating at ruby tuesday very odd they had oh well, yeah it I was guess just like every sense. store would just like give you give you candy and you know they would hope that you would stop there for dinner but i i can't remember ever doing that i'm just i'm trying to think back in those days like that's not a thing anymore is it it can't be yeah, a well, thing malls anymore. in general no <laughs> well no i'm but, saying trick-or-treating no, well and not, and not in covid yeah yeah i mean what are you gonna do i mean i think it's gonna be like no pun intended a mixed bag i think you're gonna get uh <laughs> 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 you're going to get a group of uh, people who are just going to go all out and act like nothing's going on. And then you're going to have people who are like going to have a difficult conversation with their kids that they can't trick or treat. It's going to be a very different looking uh, Halloween than, than what we're used to seeing for sure. Uh, yeah. Without Ben too. I mean, look at this. Yeah. This, this, it's, uh... it's, it's, it's just a very odd um, Halloween, unfortunately. And uh, you know, I feel, I feel bad for, for all the kids out there and hopefully, uh, Halloween in 2021 is a lot better than uh, 2020 Halloween. People are going out. They're just being, they're more aware. Uh, but I think people are really masking up out here, and they're still going out trick or treating. Not as much as it, like we're used to. But um, I know my how my parents are putting out candy this year, and I mean I'm I'm sure there's gonna be a good amount of people still going out. Gosh, be safe know, though. Yeah, I hope so. Have you had a conversation with your parents about what they're putting out? Oh no, I have not. Yeah, have you got to make sure. Like I said, make sure that they go all in. Oh, on, uh, we don't. We don't ever skimp on food That's true. or candy. That's true. I know. I know that you guys yeah. always go all out. My parents. My parents are usually pretty good. Um, God, my mo- I forgot what my mom wanted to be this year. I think she usually just like wears a gator shirt and maybe like we'll find like a plastic helmet out there. But nice. um, I. Did you did you do any? Oh, well, you're working from home, so you didn't really wear. Uh, you didn't really get into character Mario until uh, until you got here, did you? Oh, after, yeah. This was like right off the rip. I came here, put my costume on. Or this my is onesie. your normal Friday outfit. This is actually <laughs> I wear this. Is sleep. what you're wearing? <laughs> this is what you wear until eleven later. <laughs> I woke up, put this on, and then just started working. And um, yeah, man, we got a golf tournament we... tomorrow. Are you gonna play golf in that? 
Yeah, if uh, if the price is right, I'll go out there and. Remember, Mario's pretty good at golf. Mario. Apparently, the best costume gets a prize. Yeah, well, I think I'm just gonna wear regular golf clothes because, um, look, I'm trying to win. Okay. <laughs> well, not only that, <laughs> if you want me to play golf in a onesie, I don't think we have a good chance. Yeah, I was gonna say that <laughs> that might be comfy and form fitting at eight o'clock in the morning, but uh, when the sun when the South Florida sun comes out full blast, that might uh, I'm gonna be <laughs> that might get a little sweaty. I'm gonna be like a, one yeah. of those sham wows. It's oh God, <laughs> just like ring, out, ring you out. <laughs> I'd be able to, like enough sweat to fill up a Brita filter. Oh yeah, absolutely. Even yeah. more. Well, I'm gonna know that disgusting imagery. Let's go back to uh, uh, some can- candy talk. Your, okay. your number one candy. What was it? Did we Kit talk Kat. about it? It is Kit Kat. Okay. Yeah. Mine is. Uh, God, I love everything. Anything with peanut butter. Like chocolate Reese's. and peanut butter is such a good combination. I had sure. I had the best protein bar the other day. Um, have you had the pure protein chocolate salted caramel? I have. I would give that as a trick-or-treating gift. It's like, come on, kids, bulk up and eat up. These are actually really good. They are actually good. It tastes good. just like a candy bar. It's it's amazing. It's 200 calories, and it's one less gram of protein. I'm more than happy to take the extra 10 calories for the 19 grams of protein. That's supposed this to- is not a sponsored ad, by the no, way. No, it just, it pure just pro- tastes amazing. <laughs> it, it's so actually really good. Yeah. If, if you get one of those pure proteins, man, that's, that's awesome. Their um, shakes are good, too. Yeah. Their protein shakes. Yeah. Uh, but peanut butter really is is kind of key to my peanut butter and oreos is a great combination oh yeah but uh take five has always been my favorite uh, before that it was 100 grand and then they came out with take five uh i love the pretzel in the middle i like salty Ooh, and sweet yeah. too yeah, yeah. Uh, but i'd say take five and uh the reese's take five probably uh, a couple of my favorites yeah but I, so ho- hopefully hopefully everybody who's going out trick-or-treating uh gets plenty of those and uh if you're not trick-or-treating just go to the store and get a couple for yourselves Spe- uh, Go ahead. Speaking of candy, did you ever get uh, Airheads? Yeah, those are okay. I mean, like they're they're in like the Pixie Sticks category of just like pure cocaine sugar. Yeah, just, like sugar for the sake of sugar. Yeah, no, I was just because I it just brought up a memory of when we were younger. You'd get the full Airhead bars, and then you'd shake them really hard until they became this little like pillow version of an Airhead. I never did that. It was it I don't know why. It doesn't inflate. It's just like it all like crumples up into one little oh yeah you're yeah. saying you just crumble it into a ball and then just like all you do is shake mouth. it from the top like this and then it'll like become smaller and smaller but mm-hmm. fatter like it looks like a little pillow when you open it whenever i want to like airheads it just always made me want gushers because gushers were so much better oh speaking gush- of cocaine sugar oh god no pixie sticks were number one like cocaine <laughs> sugar Pig- pixie sticks is the one that's actually snortable i would though i wouldn't re- recommend it when you saw all those like little kindergartners like just sprinting yeah. down the ro- the sidewalk, you know what they had. It was the Pixie Sticks. Pix- Pixie Sticks is definitely the uh, the gateway candy. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I I agree with that 100%. Uh, but, man, candy. I love candy. Good, good, good candy topic. You know what? Ben would have been perfect for this segment. Oh, yeah. For- former fat kid Ben Siegel. Oh, he would have uh, oh, ate this. He would have ate it up. up. He would have ate it up. Well, we got a lot more coming for you on the Business on Top podcast. We're going to go take a break. We're going to go hammer down some Halloween candy. Stick around. We'll be back in a minute. The New York Mets are back. Hey, good, good, uh, good day for you New York Mets fans. Great day. Uncle Steve, Steve Cohen, about to be one of the top five richest owners in sports 
has purchased the Mets from the god-awful Wilpons, and I feel like a cloud has been lifted over my head after 40 years of terrible ownership, getting basically bankrupted by the Madoffs. Uh, we finally <laughs> have somebody to come in and save this franchise. I'm very, very excited for next year. Uh, I'm happy for you guys, too, as a Yankee fan, even though... For some reason, not some reason, I guess I understand why Mets fans hate Yankee fans. It's a success, man. Yeah. Like er, the Yankees are a worldwide brand. You don't care uh, about the Mets unless you're from Long Island or like from Manhattan or Queens. Um, <laughs> Staten Island and the Bronx tend to skew Yankees, yeah. but you know, I think we had I, we might be in reruns already from episode one. The the real New Yorkers, I would say, are the Mets fans. Uh, you being from Queens, that's another conversation that you know we've already had on the on the pod. But uh, man, that World Series uh, wasn't half bad, huh? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a crazy one, and we can finally say it was this- a crazy one. And boy, it would have gotten crazier if they forced the game seven because oh, Justin Turner my. tested positive. Okay, that's that. That was not good. The way that happened, we can talk about that in a later segment. But we can we can safely say Clayton Kershaw, one of the best to ever do it now. <laughs> well, yeah, he was before, but he, before, <laughs> but now it's like in stone. You could say like he's done his due diligence, and he did what he needed. He's a to Hall do. of Famer he, now. He led the Dodgers to two wins in that World Series, um, got him where they needed to be. But you know, another underrated pitcher. Have you seen Julio Urias's stats from? He was unhittable that series. I and and he cl- he was the one that closed out the game, right? He got the last out. He did, and I I in my head like when you watch him pitch. Never in my life have I seen somebody so nonchalantly throw a ball over 100 miles an hour. I mean, it, the, guy, like, the guy has like a rocket for an arm. And I remember coming up, I, I want to say that at one of my ballpark trips, I saw him make his major league debut, or if not, like his second or third start. Um, you know, and he was supposed to be like a you know, frontline starter. But what he's turned into is just a very dependable like reliever with a pretty live arm and good stuff. Has he always been with the Dodgers? I I don't even. Yeah, he came up as a prospect with the Dodgers. I don't know if he was ever traded as a prospect, but the Dodgers, I want to say, are definitely the only major league team that he's been on. Man, what I do to have his arm? I'm gonna look it up just to be sure because it's always funny when I'm totally wrong about something. I'm gonna filibuster for you. Yeah, thank Uh, you. I appreciate it. So uh, as you're looking this up, what do you think about my? my Mario stash. I thought that was awesome. And if, if you haven't seen it, please go to uh, business on top's Instagram page at business on top pod. We have a close up picture there of, uh, VJ's Mario stash. And my God, is it glorious? I mean, how many, how many weeks of growth is that? Is that months? Is that like months of growth on the facial hair? It was actually one month of not shaving. Wow. That's crazy. So, so what's the move now? Are you just sticking with it and you're just going to rock through November? I'm going to see, I've gotten mixed reviews on the stash and the the beard itself. So I'm going to let it grow for another couple weeks. See what people think. I'm going to get a trim, make it look nice. See what people think about it. And then we'll go from there. But what, as, as our, as my co-host, what do you think about it? The beard? You gotta do whatever makes you happy, man. Like I think, I think you'd be able to grow a heck of a Movember stash, or at least be able to maintain it. I got some beard oil upstairs, and as you can see, my facial hair isn't growing quite as well as yours does. You could take but some the, of mine. Yeah, I was gonna say I work best with what I got. <laughs> Next, uh, we shave VJ and paste some of his hair on my face. Next, no. Um, hang on. So I got his stats pulled up. Okay. He debuted in 2016 as a 19-year-old with the Dodgers. Oh my. His God. ERA actually was not that bad. 3.39 ERA. 
Um, well, if he was throwing 100 miles an hour, I mean, I, I can imagine he it was okay. Lowest like, lowest whip of his career this year, 1.14. 1. Uh, you want to explain what whip is to these Yeah, so if, if you don't know uh, baseball stats, that is walks plus hits per inning pitched. In other words, if you take all of his innings and you average the amount of walks uh, plus hits he's given up, uh, it's 1.14. Generally, you want that. The elite pitchers are, are under 1.0. Um, but even if you're like in that under that 1.25 figure, um, uh, you're pretty darn good. Right. And, uh, I don't want to go look up, go what? fall into like a statistical rabbit hole, but, uh, you know, after the show, you know, you and uh, you and me and uh, Ben sometimes play like a fun, fun game. That's only fun for the three of us where we just look things up on baseball reference. Oh, speaking of that, that's, I, I'm glad you brought that up because you, uh, Ben and our friend, Nick, our good friend, Nick, who hopefully again, putting another plug out there he comes maybe, back maybe a fourth mic for the pod exactly yeah, you never know it's coming soon nick buddy it's here for you when you uh, get back down um you guys are amazing you guys are like the almanacs of baseball reference stats yeah well i'll explain i, I can explain to you why i did that i watched a lot of sports center and i didn't have a lot of friends well so <laughs> i mean that kind of was just what happened i ended up watching baseball i remember you know, even in like freshman year, they called me the almanac, but they didn't call me the you know popular kid or like Mr. Cool or anything like that. I'm still definitely not Mr. Cool. It's amazing. I mean, in I, character as Orange Cassidy, I think I'm doing a little bit better though. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, you, yeah, like I was saying, especially Nick. Nick, out of anyone, I know like Nick has come out to talk to us uh, about like the most specific moments of our lives growing up. He's got like, a photographic memory, man. Holy, holy I, shit. I remember him telling me about a time when we were playing rec league ball and it was like a random game. And he like told me the day, the time, the inning, which I was pitching or hitting. He, he's like and, a steel trap when it comes to like the dumbest stuff. Oh my God. And, and it was, it was amazing. Like even I was dumbfounded. I was like, I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, what I ate for breakfast yesterday. So, so like the things that I remember with you are just like really crazy ass stories. Yeah. Like I remember, God, I, I can't remember which one was first. I think there was one <laughs> trip that you and I took and it was uh, around the back end of uh, my trip to all 30 major league stadiums. Uh, it was a, it was a day trip that we took to Detroit. You remember, Ooh. you have to remember this, right? Of course. I would never forget. So, you know, we booked this trip about two weeks in advance, and it wasn't. I wasn't uh, as busy at the time as I, as I am now. It's harder to get vacation time now because my caseload is a lot bigger. But, you know, starting out as a young associate, you know, trying to accomplish my dreams, still living with my parents and saving rent at the time. Luckily, you know, you're, you're usually, like, pretty good about being down and, like, following me on trips, right? Absolutely. So, you know, I, I asked – I remember asking you, and you said, you know, like, you know, screw it. I'm in. Book it. Yep. Yeah. So we booked the trip, what, seven or eight days out? Yeah, it was a week, about a week and a half, yeah. That was a spirit flight, right? Spirit. So the flight's on, what, a Thursday or a Wednesday? No, I think it was uh, closer to a Thursday or fr a Friday, a Friday or something like that. So anyway, like t I, I, the way that I remember it is that two days before the flight, <laughs> Spirit, who is based out of FLL, gets just this monstrous computer outage and all their flights had to get grounded for like seven or eight hours. And they were just behind, behind, behind. And then they fixed their outage the day before. And I remember texting you and being like, okay, like, you know, they fixed the outage. We should be fine. But because they were so behind, they had to, yeah. like, scramble all their jets. 
And I mean, how do you remember like waking up the morning of the flight? Because what it was it was supposed to be? It was supposed to be a seven a.m. flight, and I think the plan was to land at ten, uh, potentially Uber across the border to Canada, just to say <laughs> we went to two different countries in one day, and uh, and get like what Timmy Hortons. Yeah, exactly. I oh my god, that was that was such a crazy day. I remember waking up and it was like uh, one of those moments where it was. I think the flight got delayed to like nine nine a.m. or ten a.m. and we were like on the on the. Um, mind you, the game's we're at tw- Mind you, the game is starting at twelve thirty. Yeah, at twelve thirty, and we're like, should we do this or do we get the voucher to um, go another day? And eventually, like. The flight was on time at that. I think it was 9 a.m. Did we leave at about 8.39? So, so I remember the flight being back on time, and I remember they were offering vouchers. And I, I of course, because my entire life is a negotiation, wanted to go negotiate. Yeah. Yeah. And I said I wouldn't take any less than $750 voucher. And I said, you know, like, let's sit on the beach one day, yeah. and then we can take two flights somewhere right. else. Like, maybe just do it next year. But it was one of those, like, moments where I, I remember I think we were on the same wavelength, too. It was just like, you know what? Let's just go. And it ended up being the best decision we made. Well, man, I've, I've never seen Spirit look so confident when they were trying to rush to get back on time. Oh, my God. They sat every They were like, you guys, sit your asses down. We need to get off this runway like stat. And it was and like we, hysterical. And then, of course, you fell asleep the whole flight like you always do. And yeah. I, I stayed. I think I, watched, <laughs> I think I watched the first Terminator. I have some opinions on that. But uh, I, I, I would be here all day. It's like it's like they uh, they so, drug me on the plane and just I'm out like a you light. You have like this uncanny ability to fall asleep and just sleep for a, like the entire length of every single flight. It's amazing. I wish I, it honestly is a gift and I wish I had it. Sneak peek to Toronto the first time we went uh, when I was I passed out obviously. Also and, a good story. And uh, we were we'll get to I think we'll, we'll get about, to the details of that one in yeah, a second. But we'll, go ahead. A sneak peek. We we were about thirty minutes out. We were about to land. Or, um, and I'm I'm sleeping and I wake up, and in front of me is uh, a can of uh, what was it? It was it, was, it had to have been Molson. It was it was a can of else. Molson, and he's like, like a tall boy of Molson. It, it wasn't a small one either. No, no, it was a tall boy. Shane looks over to me. He's like, "Good morning. Here's your breakfast." We <laughs> 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 <He> just <laughs> we got it down. It was. One of the best trips we've oh, ever taken. And now Toronto's our favorite place. Well, yeah. that became that was kind of how like it won you over, and you were like, "All right, we're gonna do the bachelor party here." Absolutely, and that uh, was that was the trip that made me decide. Like once we um, decided where the bachelor party was gonna be, it's gonna be Toronto. And like Detroit, sure. that was a trip that almost didn't happen. Right. Um, we oh man, we missed Colby on that one. Our good friend. Oh yeah, uh, shout out yeah, shout out to to Papa Colby. On this uh, podcast, man, got I'm so happy got a, for him, got a beautiful kid, beautiful family up there in uh, in Durham, North Carolina, and uh, we miss you very much, buddy. So, uh, what I would like to tell you, uh, Mr. Burt, is to uh, subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, re-rate, re-review the Business on Top podcast, and we would. Uh, love to have you on as a guest, former uh, fantasy football champion, and uh, one of my good friends. I was I was the best man at his wedding too. Oh, but, great um, wedding! Great, fantastic, wedding. legendary wedding. That's I'm another thing even. we can talk about at some. Uh, Just in wed- the, in wedding so- stories will be good. Wedding <laughs> wedding stories next. Uh, Next episode. We have so many good stories. Yeah, no, honestly, I can't wait to we like... could probably just carry an hour just like doing doing stories back and forth. But I want to finish up this Detroit story. Okay, okay. So, so we get on the plane and we make it. What do we get to the airport? Like they made amazing time because Spirit for one day decided to be. Uh, they just, knew who was on the flight. They had a sense of urgency. Yeah, they, they knew we had a ball game to get to. <laughs> so we actually had enough time to go get, uh, get a Coney in, oh, in Detroit. 
very very good spot. Shout shout out Lafayette Coney Island. The it was like the most original hot dog spot I've ever been to. Cash only. The, cash only. They had the old registers where you have to like you hear the click like the old typewriters. They had one of those with the uh, digital, not digital, the analog. Uh, oh, everything was analog. Every, everything was analog. Uh, the owner or whoever the chef was there, like very like authentic. That's run and, the exact same way that it was run in probably 1959. And that's how I like things, honestly. Like, it, you know, it's, it's good to have uh, throwbacks and like businesses that still run <clears throat> run that way. Like old diners. I love diners. Oh, I love me a like good 80s. diner with some oh. pie. Diners have a good pie. Yeah. You know, it's it's just one of those things. It's like very what kind of, nostalgic. What kind of pie do you get when you order? I like uh, I like me some cherry cherry pie if I'm in a diner, but apple pie if I'm eating at home. I, I like apple pie. I think I've learned to like. You know, I used to hate apple pie growing up, but my taste buds just changed. Your palate like changes pie. because yeah. I I have the same thing with sushi. I used to hate sushi, and then I've no. always I always say this: the California roll is the gateway because it's like such a good tasting roll. It's like very there benign. You, you got a little bit of crab, and like yeah. you start to experiment with like soy sauce and stuff, and then you start eating like salmon and tuna. Man, it's delicious. And I oh, yeah. I smoke myself out with the wasabi. You probably do too. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I don't like the taste of wasabi. So you I, don't? Okay. No. What do you do? Do you just do soy sauce? Like spicy mayo? I do spicy mayo. I don't even do soy sauce most of the time. I just go in raw nice nice good, good, <laughs> good call i'm just gonna like leave that where it is but uh you know i introduced you to, to burners that day with a hot dog super too. mario <laughs> <laughs> let's go burners yeah burners was orange cassie I mean, look the other way on i think one. we like we it was record timing i think we should be on a, a food competition the, the the amount of time it took us for us to eat two two hot dogs and they, oh, we um, scarfed them down. We, we, it must we, we had like to because five it was 12-10. The game was starting soon. We we definitely didn't get in there in time for first pitch. <laughs> no, we didn't. Oh, and then was... <laughs> you remember when we finally did get there? I got like – there was a very conservative Michigan grandma behind me. I remember yelling – we bet on the game, and I remember yelling, damn it. And the lady stared a dagger at me that pierced, that pierced my heart. And uh, I think we had to move around because I felt so guilty about saying the D word in front of her. Damn it. Boy, she better not ever listen to this podcast. <laughs> She's gonna be our first next viewer, guest. <laughs> next guest on the podcast. How did you feel when I said "damn it" in front of your grandson? Oh man, I'm just thinking of like other trips we've been on, but we could. We well, could that go, Toronto honestly, we trip almost hours. didn't happen. You want to talk about that one? Uh, oh, it almost didn't happen because we were we felt bad because our good friend Kobe. Last well, first of all, we originally weren't going to go. I sorry, I didn't mean to like completely. Eat no, you no, you there. go, you go for it. I like. I want to set. I want to set the scene because we were all planned to go and everything was good. Right. And then all of a sudden, we had a case that we thought was going to get set for trial in the summer because no one wanted to go to. Even though we were on the docket for uh, the beginning of March, right? No one thought we were going to going to trial in the beginning of March. We were set for you know probably going to go to mid May. Right. And then, like, the judge surprisingly set us for trial. The case didn't settle. We thought we were going to try the case. So I had to have a very difficult conversation with VJ and, and, and Colby and was like, hey, I'm not making this trip. You guys should go without me. Um, and then what, what happened from there? Well, we, we talked about it, and we weren't we, – we both came to the decision where we wouldn't feel good if we both went and you weren't there because um, – 
I mean, honestly, you're like the glue to like a lot of our trips. So well, we felt we felt really bad too. And you know, we're we're, we're, we're those guys that are like we feel bad when you know somebody can't come to something, and I feel guilty. And I feel like I don't think we would have made that trip without you in general. Anyways. Yeah. Well, long story short, it worked out. The case settled last minute. Uh, You and I ended up making the trip and uh, God, it was an all time great trip. Literally that we redid. And I don't, I want it to be an annual trip. Oh my God. That happens to us like a lot. If it's safe to go and they open up the border, I want to go next year. Well, Toronto is probably one of the safer cities to go to in general. They had like the least amount of cases of COVID, uh, when this whole thing started going down, right? Yeah. So. You know, there's there was a brief resurgence, uh, and I think that they were in the middle of that. But, you know, here's hoping that uh, we turn the corner and next Halloween will be better. And uh, by this time next year, we'll be able to get that Toronto trip. But uh, that's our show. Uh, we are going to uh, go trick-or-treating. Um, <laughs> things are about, to get, things are about to get weird this weekend. Happy Halloween, everybody. Stay tuned. Stay safe. Love you, Ben.